Welcome to episode five of the Hoop Threads podcast. I'm here with uh, Ray and Ibn from Team Takeover. Good to have you on, guys. How you doing? Good. How you doing? I'm doing oh, good. How you, man? Living the dream, man. Just living the dream. So, uh, first off, uh, we're going to start with some smoke because uh, Los was telling me, uh, I was asking him about Ray's career, and he was like, man, he's like, Ask him to talk about how he was cooking Thai. That <laughs> 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 was in high school. So I want to hear some stories about that. Thai, obviously, being Thai losses. Well, we ain't really – well, when it came to high school, we really didn't uh, – it wasn't too much. Well, we matched up once in high school. It was it was my prep year. Um, I was at Patterson. He was at OKO. I mean, it was a good game. It was really a good one. And, you know, I mean, I think I kind of got the best of him that night. You know what I mean? But – you know, again, ties tie. He, his career been what it was, and I mean, we didn't have idols though. Honestly, when we was younger, just growing up, he was with the uh, Blue Devils, and I was with uh, Running Slam. Actually, before we kind of, you know, like I said before, I kind of went into the DC Assault phase. Um, his team always beat me though. You know what I mean? So like, I really had to like, at the end of the day, kind of win the the the, the, the matchup battle because his team was just so much better than mine. So I really had to go get like 25 or 30 just to even make it, you know what I mean? To make it even look, look so you matched up close, in high you know what I'm saying? So you matched uh, up in prep school and in AAU. Say it again? So you matched up in prep school against him and AAU? Yeah, well, a, well, AAU, it was it was early. Like, man, we probably like from age of maybe I want to say like 12 and under to like maybe 14. We okay. used to play against each other every every regionals in the championship. Okay. But his team was really, really good. You know what I mean? And they and they, you know, they they won it every year. So that was one thing. Always came in second to them. But like the matchups was I mean, of course it was it was big time matchups, but you know, Ty was a different player back then as well. You know, so but nah man, I I I, I definitely had my had my shares though. Like I, <laughs> I I didn't have my shares with the best of them. But go ahead and talk about um you know, you guys, you can take turns your your uh, your playing careers, and uh, you know your your AAU career. We'll get to the training after that. Uh, I go ahead, go first. Um, well, I started off at uh, Bishop O'Connell my freshman year. Uh, transferred out uh, my sophomore year. Played uh, three years in varsity at Bishop McNamara, and then. From there, I went on to JUCO, uh, went to Hargrove College in Philly. Uh, went went to Hutch, went to national uh, the national tournament there, finished Final Four. Then from Hargrove, I went to Iona, uh, two years. Went to the MAC tournament one year, made it to the NCAA tournament. Nice, awesome, good deal. Where you right? Oh man. Um... Little wild one. Well, of course, I I I did. I attended Roosevelt for four years of high school. Um, played two official years, like two full seasons, which was my junior and senior year. My freshman year, I um I was ineligible academically ineligible. Played the last six games and ended up winning the state championship. Won the school first state championship that year. Come back my sophomore year again, kind of. You know, living off the little success that I had as a freshman, you know, 
just didn't just wasn't focused. So I'm sophomore year, I don't play. So now we sitting at a point in my first two years of high school basketball, I played six games. And I played the last six games and go win a state championship as a freshman. Come back my junior year, play the whole year, we lose in the regional finals to eventually Jeff Green them. Jeff Green ended up, you know, being an NBA draft pick. We lost to them in the regional finals. They go and win. I come back my senior year, average 20-something, become first-team All-Met. In two years, finish second all-time in steals and assists behind Eddie Basson. Um, end up having to go to prep school. Coming out of prep school, I, we was the number one prep school team in the country at the time. We was 25 and 0. I was at Patterson with uh, Coach Chaney, Chris Chaney. We had guys, I played with uh, Robert Sally that went to Memphis. Um, Tony Crocker that went to Oklahoma. Bobby Mays that ended up going to Oklahoma. Davon Jefferson ended up going to USC. Um, Sacco Henry that ended up going to Nebraska. Um, I'm trying to think who else was on that team. We was loaded, you know. I mean, we was, you know, I mean, we was really loaded. And um, game 26, I took my ACL. Just coming back, being recruited by Florida and Illinois at the time, I took my ACL. Um, I ended up committing to Manhattan at the time. When I toured, I ended up committing to Manhattan with Bobby, Bobby Gonzalez. Um, Bobby Gonzalez ended up. They end up being hot. Manhattan ended up going to the tournament in 2006. Um, he ended up getting a Seton Hall job. So when he gets a Seton Hall job, I back out of my commitment. And long, it was crazy because I was about to commit to UNC Charlotte at the time with, with Coach Hill because he had coached me in AAU at the time when I was playing with the Salt. Bees had already committed to them. So Taylor called and was like, look, man, back out. I mean, don't even do it yet because we about to leave. So. Long story short, look up, they go to Kansas State. I commit to Kansas State. Don't get cleared by the NCAA clearinghouse. So I end up, they end up sending me to Miami Dade College. So I end up going to Miami Dade and we're talking three months there, I tell my second ACL. So that kind of that kind of stopped me. That kind of stopped right there. Then I end up, that's where the path ended up to lead me in the coaching from there. Gotcha. So how did that uh how did that lead into training? I see you guys got the company logo behind you. I like that. <laughs> uh, crazy thing is, man, honestly, what led us in the training was me working him out every day when he was still in college. You know, I was fortunate enough, again, when I got hurt, I ended up coaching with Takeover. You know, I ended up doing that. Mind you, Keith, Keith Stevens had coached me since I was in eighth grade. So that that whole tie and connection was there. And it just so happens my first team, as I was coaching 16 under with Kenny Johnson, Eben and James Robinson was the point guards on that team. So me and Eben bonded, just kicked off from there, from just a whole big bro, little bro thing. And he was in college, he going to prep school, JUCO, and through all that, we steady working out every summer. And then it got to a point, it was him, and Trevor Kills, they worked like, so Trevor come work out with him just to see how he worked, the work ethic we was putting in, work and work and work. And then I just kept it going, honestly, just off them two. Like it just even started with that, you know what I mean? And look up, 
you know, Ed finished his career. He goes to NCAA tournament. He wins a MAC. He wins a MAC championship. You know, from just putting the work in and and staying the course. And again, that's where it comes from. You know, what I mean, just going through those trials and tribulations and just staying the course. You know, what I mean, and, and coming out winning. And I mean, as time went on, Evan comes back. He want he becomes a coach. He coached within the program. You know, and it's like, you know, it's a family thing. And I know. I'm not, I'm not the type, I need help. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not in this thing my own. So I said, bro, you got the same type of energy I have. You done been through this thing. You know what I mean? So, come on. You know what I mean? Come help me. And his match, I mean, his energy, and he's learning. And we, we all learning. We still learning. You know what I mean? I just think, it's, I just thought it was a great combination. You know, and now from here, you know, Coach Keith and, People just in the area has, has taken notice of our work. And, you know, we just, man, we blessed to be in the gym and be able to help. Yeah. Is there a, do you train mainly guards or bigs or wings? I mean, I feel like you train a, a mix of all of them. Um, do one of y'all specialize with uh, a player group or you guys can both train whatever? I, mean, I feel like we- I feel like we both could. Tra- I both we could. We could. We could train whatever. I mean, really, is this is about? I feel like your basketball IQ and and, and knowing certain players, and, and really that's where that's where the feel of the workout come from. And like we just going in there, we just making up stuff. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Go ahead, Ray. Yeah, I mean, and then to piggyback on that, man, I think we do you know a good job of going to watch the guys. You know what I mean? Like you know, really watching them. And, and, and I think what helps us is, one, we we played the game and not just played it, but two, we, like, we're point guards. So when you're a point guard, you have to know, like, you have to know the whole landscape of the game. You have to know your player tendencies, who can do what, who can't do this. And, and, and having those intangibles has really helped us as trainers because right. we can go watch. And, and, and understand, okay, he can't do this consistently. It's not so much what a kid can't do good. It's more so they can't do it consistently, and that's why they can't do it at the level that they wanted it. So it's like, okay, these are the things that we're going to work on in the offseason, along with what you can do well. You know what I mean? So, like, say piggybacking, we're just not going in there kind of just going on the fly. Like, we're always working and watching our, watching our, our clients or whoever we training to be able to understand what they need and not just what what to just be going in just to do something. For sure. What have you guys learned about managing expectations and kind of staying away from making promises to athletes and the family? Um, I mean, I honestly just being honest with people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like being honest and and and, and, and not and not afraid of of them not coming back or somebody saying no and, and, you know, and just understanding that they're leaving on, on you being honest. And, and when you, and when you honest with people, you can go to sleep and you can stand up every day with, with, with no, with no worry about, well, man, wow. How do they feel? What do they think? And because being honest, sometimes them people come back, you know what I mean? And being just, just being honest, that leaves that door for them to come back because they got to go out and go see some things they sell more. Or, or you know what I mean? And, and that's what it is. So, like, the expectation yeah. to, 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 to 
the maintain that is the work. You know what I mean? Like just continue to work. Like we like it's, it's no you're talking about two guys that nothing has been given to. You know what I mean? You're talking about two guys who's been through more adversity than success. You know what I mean? So it's no, it's no, it's no, the, the expectation is, is the work. That's our expectation. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to go up and work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, even with us being where we at today, maybe with the few players or even as a, a program, what we've done, you know, as a program, like, we still have that working mentality. You know what I mean? Because we all know. And anything you do in life, when you stop working, you fall. It's just, it, it, that's what it is. There's no yeah. in between with it. You know what I mean? So, and another thing, man, we do a good job of holding each other accountable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we, like we put pressure on each other within the gym, or we put pressure on each other. Well, yo, we need to work out more. We need to do this more. So it's just, it's an accountability, man. You know what okay. I mean? And, and, and like I said, we having that balance as a player and being able to come on this side and have an understanding of it and not being so much in the next person way because we've been a player. It's, it's, I mean, it's a great attribute to have for us. Yeah. I mean, like, I know when I first started training, you know, um, when Ray brought me in, I mean, he used to tell me all the time, like, this work ain't for everybody. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, everybody not about, you know, working that hard. A lot of people don't like to work that hard. And we really push our guys to, to their maximum ability to be great. You know, um, and I feel like just going in there and you going, you know, excuse my language, but half ass, like, I mean, you ain't doing nothing but cheating yourself. Now when they get in the game, you trying to go to a certain move and now it's foreign to you. You know, it's not a shock, you know, because you're not, when you're in the gym, you're not going game speed. And I feel like we're very big on, big on that, especially like getting in the gym, going hard, getting there, getting out, going hard, get, uh, game speed. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the the reasons that uh I'm, that you guys have been successful is is the the enthusiasm too. I mean, I, I went to a uh, I mean, I've been to countless takeover games the last couple of years, um, and I went to I think it was a 15 u tryout, and uh, Evan, you were running the workout, and it was just kind of like how you guys were like actively moving around the player as he was doing the stuff lively, like. A lot of clapping, a lot of enthusiasm. Like it's very different from a lot of the stuff that I've seen, where it's like a trainer off to the side and he's like, "Yeah, all right, yeah, good. you know what I mean." Like that. Right. I feel like that type of energy is contagious, um, for sure. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about, um, Ray, there was a video of you coaching. I believe it was a junior NBA game uh, that I really liked, and, and you, you know, there was a specific player that was probably hanging his head about a shot that he made, and you were like, yo, like, you miss shots. Like, that's basketball. Like, just keep playing. Um, can you speak to I'm, – I'm sure you have very close relationships with the kids that you train. Can you talk about a time that, that you helped the kid through adversity or, you know, a time where a kid was down himself, maybe he didn't make varsity or, you know, coming back from an injury or, or any stuff like that? I mean, well, I mean, man, it's, it's funny you say that because – I helped this one right here on the phone. <laughs> That's why I started laughing right there. <laughs> man, it, it's been and, and no lie, man, it's it's been it's been countless days and nights. Ed called from prep school and Drew go like, bro, I'm ready to go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this ain't for me, bro. Like the environment, this and that. And like, and I'm just telling them, like, bro. 
grind it, bro. It's gonna be okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's trust me, it's gonna be it's gonna be all right. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't been here before and it seemed worse. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you talk about he get through that period and then he call and say, bro, I just led Harkham all-time assistant and leaders at the end of the year. Bro, I just got my degree. You know what I mean? Then it gets to a point, we at this point, after that, he calls, he don't even have a school at this point. He don't even know where he going. He called me, he panicked, he panicked. Edmund, relax, it's going to be okay. I mean, just constantly talking. I mean, and it's not even about basketball, but just the, everybody in a point in their time in their life just needs somebody there in the gap. You know what I mean? Sure. It, it, it's not so much about that specific space we in. It's about the, the space that the person is psychologically. You know what yeah. I mean? From, from a mental standpoint. You know what I mean? And, and I knew he needed me more there. The basketball piece we had already did. That was in the summer, being in the gym 24-7, working. Work. He, we already did that. So the next piece was, listen, the mental, stay locked in. Stay locked in. Don't let nothing get you off your path. You know what I mean? We went this route because we, you know, we here and it, you get a junior cop, you get it done. Then you get the Iona. First year there. Oh, man, coach this, coach that. Man, coach this. Ib is you. And he he, he got, and I, I, I let him, it's nah, you. You you with the BS right now. Get in the gym more. Go get more shots up. Boom, boom. Next day you know, he go back. The following year he start. He lead his team to a MAC championship. Now, he on the NCAA thing, you know what I mean, for one shining moment. You know what I mean? Like, that's winning. That's, that's, that's staying engaged. And that's and like, I'm glad you asked that question because this probably wouldn't have been even a story I probably would have told somebody. Because most people would have known me, maybe watching me, like you said, watching me in a, in a junior NBA game, helping a kid like that. You know what I mean? But him right here is that is is that question like we went I went through it for him for two years. Two years he was ready to at any moment have a breaking point. And you know, and I just stayed with him on the phone. Just stayed with him. And I and I it was some nights I didn't even say nothing, just let him vent. You know what I mean? Like you need the air. You know, and and, and a lot of it, man, that I've learned through this thing is what has made me the 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 good coach or trainer that people say I am. I took my player, I took, I was really good at helping my teammates, always, a point guard. I'm always, you know, giving them encouragement, you know, feeding them the ball. So I took that as a coach. That was one of my things, even though I took in the game early, not having so much X and O's, I took that piece because I knew that piece was important. So knowing able to help a kid or play a balance out from a mental aspect, that's, that's, that's been having a, that's to me, that's winning the game more than an X and O in a defensive possession. Because once you can, once you can, once you can get that, that player or that, that, that young man to understand he's okay and he's assured of himself, everything else take care of itself. And, and, And that's what happens. You know what I mean? Kids or players tend to, be unsure of who they are. So that they need that. Like I told the kid, yo, everybody miss. You're going to make the next one. Most kids don't hear it. Most people don't hear it. It's more of a teardown than build up. You know what yeah. I mean? So, so I mean, like, nah, that, 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 that piece right there with Eben going from junior college to 
to to to Iona was probably, and a lot of people don't know because we never talked about it. You know what I mean? Because it was just that's what it was. You know what I mean? Like those two years, probably the the the, the very most impactful time that because he was the first one to trust me. You talking about me, Earn? I'm at probably 24, 25 years old at this time. You know what I mean? So I'm still learning life. I'm still living fast. You know what I mean? And he's 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 relying on me. You know what I mean? To, to be that big brother role in certain aspects of his life. And 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 that right there, I'll say that was probably the the biggest impact from a, a, a standpoint right there that I've made so far. And I and like I said, I've been blessed and fortunate to make a lot, but people don't know him going to graduate from junior college and going to that and graduating from college, bro, it was, you know what I mean? And people don't know it was that breaking point that he got to why he was able to really go finish that. Runs deep. Runs deep for sure. So um, next we're going to talk about the DMV. Ask each, each podcast uh, guest this question. So what, what sets the DMV apart from the rest of the country? Whew. I mean, the talent, <laughs> the talent is just, is unbelievable. Like, I know you're the math guy, but I always talk about this. Like, when I was there, like, my my sophomore year on the team, it was James Robinson, Victor Oladipo, Jerry and Grant, Mikhail Hawkins, Josh Shelby, Najee Hibbert. Like, how many how many teams, you know, really, like, that got NBA guys like that, like, loaded on one team? And, and honestly, like you playing against that in the, every night in the WCAC. Like even back then, Riken was good. Riken had an NBA player, Travion Grant. Oh, yeah. I know he went to Riken. That's that's dope. Yeah. What about you, Ray? See, a lot a lot of people don't know that. Uh, I mean, I just, I mean, honestly, man, I just think, I mean, one, I think the thing that separates us first is that when you talk about competitive basketball or it's all in one space. It's like we're not like this, the biggest states or the other states where it's spaced out. You know what I mean? Like everybody here, you're going to play against them from seven and under all the way till high school. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, so like when you're talking about just fighting, you're fighting every day, all day against the same people. And you see dudes that wasn't better than you. They get better than you because you was kicking their behind. Then they get by you, yeah. and then you gotta go get back past them. Like it's like this thing is crazy. Like like I tell people every day, you can go to a third grade game and you thinking you had a seventeen on the game because <laughs> of how people are around the game talking to these third graders like they already made. You should have seen. I went to this one game at Poland. Uh, they there at the middle school championship, and it was like it was. Shout out to my man Jay Spinks, man. He, yeah, you know I mean? it's no. different over there. It was it was like forty people coming out the door, like, <laughs> and I was like, this is for a middle school game. Like I had to wait it, wait to get into a middle school game like that. It was wild. Yeah. So, uh, kind of build it off of that. Uh, your your 2018 takeover team, the 17, they had a, a core that was together for most other travel careers. Um, you know, with Hunter, uh, Justin, Terrence, Coach Harris, um, all those guys. Um, talk about the dynamic of those guys playing with and against each other for all those years, like playing with these dudes during the summer and then playing against them in the fall, and often as their biggest rival. <laughs> 
honestly. I mean, man, they they them dudes really. I mean, it was a well, it was a well balanced respect for each other. You know what I mean? Like they they like them dudes really have a well balanced respect for themselves, the, each other, and the game. You know what I mean? Like they understood the line. They understood it. You know what I mean? Like, look, hunting them, I'm with Demantha, T with Gonzaga. And like, man, these dudes are being practiced and they'll talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, we used to call T Lord of the Rings. Like I told him, can't nobody say nothing to T. He got three. I mean, you know what I mean? He got the most. So like it was it was jokes and that stuff. Like, and they and they all joked around and had fun. But Again, when it came to playing with each other, they knew how dominant and a force they could be as well. So their expectations for each other was the same when they played against each other or when they played with each other. You know what I mean? So that that kind of set the bar like like they gonna call each other and tell them, like, yo, you know, you stunk today when we played y'all. You know what I mean? Like that's like, Not that for was real. the relationship that they had. You know what I mean? But then they'll come and be like, yo, we need to go. Now it's time to go win. Yeah, I think you know uh, I mean? like the year. I mean, like that last year. You talk about Hunter Justin told the team and told Mondo, like, "Look, bro, you're going to come back." Like they took it upon themselves to go to go get him. You know what I mean? It's so like certain stuff like that is just again. That's why the we all know when special teams go on their special runs. It's so much stuff that's special behind it. You know what I mean? That that even as coaches, you can't really, you can't even get in between it. You know what I mean? Like, we had runs with that team. We down 20 in games, and it's nobody look no out of shape or form of fashion. They just look and say, all right, come on, y'all, let's go. And just turn it up and go and go win. Like, it, and that just come with yeah. them dudes understanding the line. You know what I mean? Like, we together, we all in. When we, when we playing against each other, we all in trying to take each other here. And I think that's what, again, that's why they had the success they've had and they're going to the schools that they're going to because they they understand it. They understand that line of lock in and lock out. You know what I mean? What I really like, you know, about this area is, you know, I mentioned on another pod, you know, even with, um, to say like a, a parent has a kid at St. John's and, you know, the, the kid plays, you know, with Hunter um, on takeover, if Hunter and him are on different – in different tournaments and Hunter goes off, like, that parent's like, yeah, Hunter, like, yeah, that's my guy. Like, you know, he – Yeah, is, yeah. Is, like, yeah. that support, like, that family. It's – like, it is TTO. Like, not just TTO, though. I mean, like, people – But again, man, but again, are you talking about – and again, like I say this – and this is a touch on that earlier. We, we create – we create the animosity. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. create the animosity. And I'm talking about us as a whole because that same thing that you're talking about, that comes from them kids been knowing each other and parents been knowing each other since second, third, fourth grade. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just supposed to be fun. You know what I mean? We just having fun. Everybody supporting everybody. These kids were playing together for that long, since second, third grade. And now we get to a point where we get to high school and some animosity kicks in. You know what I mean? But like you say, on most of the on most of the behalf, the love is other people are wanna see their other kids and friends have success as well. But again, I think that comes from because our earlier you're so with each other for so long. 
You know what I mean? Like you, you, like I say, that Hunter T and all them dudes, they've literally played with each other since seventh grade. Six, 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 seventh grade. Like eight, like five to six of them. Like that's, that's just not heard of. You know what I mean? And then you get the other ones that come in eighth grade. And then they go the rest of the way through. Like, you know what I mean? Like that got to, that, that come with family. That come with players. Like that come with a lot to build that continuity. And like you said, I think you said it right though. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing that when we do do that, you know, other programs go, so, go see other kids or whatever. You know what I mean? Just because it's the area. So someone sent me this picture. Uh, now, can you see it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Steve. You tell me about this team and what, what age group that was. That was seventh grade. That was seventh grade. <laughs> exactly like you were saying. <laughs> yeah, that was seventh grade. That was Jameer, Tyler Brotherford, Hunter, Jay Heath. Like, all them dudes was on that team, man. Parson, yeah. And, like, and like still to this day, I still talk to Jay Heath, Makai. I talked to their parents. Like, I talked to all of them, man. Because, you know what I mean? Like, like if nothing else, man, those are those are very, very important times of, the, of them young kids' lives. You know what I mean? So, like, it's bigger than if you play with us or if you don't. You know what I mean? Especially when we didn't build some a foundation from that from that young of a of an age. You know what I mean? Like, it becomes more, it becomes more than magical. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I want to see y'all kids through. I want to see you, you know what I mean? You can go professional, go make some money. If not, become a great father and have a family. You know what I mean? Just and what maybe one day give it back. You know what I mean? So that's 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 where it come from, from from those days. Got you. So describe. I want each of you to describe TTO in a sentence and to also talk about your role within TTO, like where you were when you started and what you guys are doing now. I mean, we we say it every day. Uh, family, <laughs> like we just said, you know, take over on three, four, five, six family. I mean, that's that's at the end of every practice, every game. Um, and I played with takeover. I was actually on the team, fortunate to be on the team that won the first EYBL championship. Uh, uh, me, uh, James Robinson, uh, Mikael Hopkins, Darion Atkins, uh, UVA. Um, AJ English, um, actually played at Iona with me. Uh, John Shoof went to American. Uh, James Bourne, call him Big Henry. Went through. Uh, John Manning went to St. Louis. Uh, I got a, I got a, I got a picture to share from that too. I got from uh, a TTO dude. You see it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's legendary right there. That's a classic right there. You got, yeah, you got Ray on the side getting hyped too. Yeah. Hey, look, you see it? And we will right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So talk That's about, it. um, you know, I, my next question was to speak on TTO as a family. Ironically, you know. Oh, I, you wanted me to answer that question too, did you? Yeah, yeah. My fault. Go ahead. I mean, Abe said family, and I, another one we say, man, it's just different. You know what I mean? Like, I mean. You kind of got to be there to see it, you know what I mean? You got to, I mean, and Aaron, like you said, you've been, you know what I mean? You have been in a few practices, you know what I mean? You have been a few trips, man. It's, 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 it's very passionate, you know what I mean? We, a lot of passionate guys, you know what I mean? I, I, I take my hat off to, you know, Keith Stevens for sure, you know what I mean? Because we do a family-oriented, but 
he 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 he'll treat you like family. But if you're not passionate, then you just gonna be with us and be family. You know what I mean? He he, he want he want guys that's on that that's passionate. You know what I mean? Because he's that way. And, and I think that's what one of the major keys that people don't talk about that has made our program what it was. Top to bottom, man, we passionate. You know what I mean? Like, when you talk about getting on the high school level, like, a high, a middle school level, like, the coaching is passionate. You know what I mean? We, we bringing it. You know what I mean? And I think that's important when you asking kids to bring it. Right. You know what I mean? When you asking kids to bring it, what are you bringing as an adult? You know what I mean? What are you bringing as a coach? You know what I mean? And we don't have a problem in this family so much because, you know what I mean, we don't have a problem with calling each other out. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you, come on, man. So it, it, it's definitely family and it's, it's definitely different, for sure. Sorry. And my role, in my, in my role, like I said, um, it, it, it didn't grow. You know what I mean? From my first four years as 1600 coach to where I've been wanting to coach just middle school, I was telling Keith, like, man, let me, man, let me get a, let me get a middle school team. Let me get a middle school team to where my work, you know, gave him that, 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 that confidence to say, all right, nephew, hit. You know what I mean? Go ahead and take, take the team. You know what I mean? Because assistant coach and head coach and, and running a, a whole team is, <laughs> totally, man, totally. is totally different. So as I understood. I understood why he took that approach with me because he understood that not only is he giving me a team, but I'm, I'm, I'm running a piece of the organization at this point as well. When you talk about being a head coach. So, you know, I think again, just me being an assistant from, again, I've been blessed, man. I coached under Kenny Johnson, Louisville, Corey Alexander, NBA, you know, UVA, Doug Martin, you know what I mean? Like those three guys I didn't, I, since I've been coaching, that's been my, my been my coaching tree, you know. Of course, keep Steven. So, and I just worked my way, man. Just grind, you know. Like you say, you came in the gym and see me work. That's that's never been anything different from the first day I I started to coach to me now coaching seventeens and seventh grade. So, I've always stayed the same, you know what I mean. And I just always believe bringing the energy every day, bring it every day. Like at one point, that was that was my job, you know what I mean? Because my staff is older. You know what I mean? So I was the youngest guy on the staff. So it was to make sure, Ray, we need your energy. Yo, get the guys going. You know what I mean? Ray, get into the point guard. So it was, I loved it because it, it allowed me to be hands-on so early. You know what I mean? And, and be active. And Keith never put no, Doug, Corey, none of them guys never put no cap on us. You know what I mean? Like, they trusted us. They knew, you know, our backgrounds, where we coming from. And it's like, yo, go be the best you. You know what I mean? You, be, you being the best you, being the best Ray, being the best Ibn, does so much more for our program because we can relate to the kids more and we tapping into them. So, you know, like I said, man, our role just, just, it just kept growing. And now we at the point where, I mean, shit, we, you know, we blessed to kind of, you know, walk in and stop the practice if we want sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was going to talk about TCO as a family, but I feel like we did. You know, I always see you guys. It's always the TCO section at uh, at all the games. And, I mean, there's there's parents of kids who aren't playing in the games there that just, just show up to support. Um, but Doug said, I need to ask y'all something. He, with, <laughs> without any cursing, 
without any cursing, let's talk about the scrimmages between the 16s and the 17s. <laughs> oh, man. Epic, man. Like you said, man, we we bring that energy. We let it be known. When the, when the 16s on fire, you're going to know the 16s on fire, baby. <laughs> Yeah, dog eat dog in there, man. Dog eat dog in there. And listen, we didn't both walk out that gym with our heads down and tail tucked because 16s or 17s then beat the crap out of each other in there. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And I'm talking about, man, trash talking at his, at his finest from the coaches. <laughs> Making the other coaches so mad. I'm talking so mad. Like, really want to just take a ball and, and throw it at he said he said his favorite matchup on the court is is Ooh. you. <laughs> oh no, nah, because man, I'm go at it. Man. Oh yeah, man, yeah go you go you go on here. You go here for sure. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I heard another story from from another takeover guy. Uh, Ray, you want to tell me about that time in uh, Charlotte at the hot that uh, you forgot your whiteboard and uh, how you overcame that that circumstance. Oh man, yeah. Now nah, we in Charlotte, and it was a timeout. And I'm, I'm, I'm so. Of course, everybody that know me, I'm, I'm all into the game, and I, I go to look for the, the, uh, the board, and I'm like, man, don't nobody got no board with me. So man, I literally take, man, I took like huggy juices and water bottles, and <laughs> man, I took everything around me, and, and, and I drew the play up, man, so we can go out there and, and make it and make it work. So. I mean, for me, man, I don't, I don't, I don't need much. You know what I mean? I'm a, if there's something around, I'm gonna use it, and, and we are gonna get it done. <laughs> I was just picturing you on the court, just like really hype, just like slamming <laughs> down juice boxes. Yeah, like, you I mean, look, the crazy thing I was though, but and the kids, they was kind of laughing because they was trying to figure out because it got to a point like they looking like okay, I'm, and I'm looking around, they like, okay, what is he gonna do? Like, what, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what he gonna do? And I just. I seen some bottles and I'm starting slamming them and swinging and moving. And again, man, you know, it, 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 it's, a, it's a sign to your kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's a way, man, we're going to make a way. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's, it can't nothing stop us but ourselves. You know what I mean? And, and when you go, again, when you go beyond, man, you see what them kids go do for you. You know what I mean? They go beyond for you. Absolutely. So, uh, talk about your relationships with alumni. I know that uh, that Vic and, uh, and Jeremy Grant both sponsored uh, the younger teams in your program. Talk about you know their involvement in uh, takeover. I mean, well, I think it's. I mean, of course, man, it's it's, it's always beautiful. You know, what I mean, at the end of the day, them guys got a, 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 a hell of a schedule. You know, what I mean, being being professionals, they got their own families. So, you know, I think any little time that they do give back. And, and invest into it, 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 it speaks volume, not just for them, but, you know, just, just as, a, as a person, you know what I mean, T to, to let the next person know to come through the program that you can do it as well, you know what I mean? When you get there, don't be afraid to give back. And, and again, I think it's just a, a, a testament to who we are and how we, you know, interact with our guys while they, while they with us. So when they do leave us and go on to college and go on to, you know, a different life, we've made it, we've made a, a, a we've made a comfort zone that you can come back regardless of who you are. 
You know what I mean? If you don't play basketball no more, so be it. You know what I mean? Whatever it is, you can always come back because we built that. We didn't just build a, a basketball relationship. You know what I mean? And, and that's another thing with the program. We don't just build a basketball relationship. We so there's so many genuine people here. I mean, when you talk about all our coaches, you talk about our coaches got wives, they got kids, they they, you know what I mean? Like they married. So so like they're like these it's they coming with something, you know what I mean? Like they, they, it's showing these kids that it's a foundation, you know what I mean? And, and you, and you want your kids to come back, but you want to, you want to create that way. You don't want to make it a force. You don't want to make it the way, you know what I mean? You want to create that way through while they're here. And I think we do a good job with just creating that, that foundation of it's okay to come back. You know what I mean? When it's the National Hoop Fest, our guys come in that ain't no, come on. Come in, you know what I mean? You know what it said, y'all good, you know what I mean? So that, having that, for them kids to know that through tough times or good times, whatever, when I do leave, I can come back. I think it it, it speaks volume with them guys doing what they do. You know, Josh Hart and them guys, they starting to get involved with the grassroots more, you know what I mean? So it's, 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 it's a beautiful thing to me. So let's talk about the, uh like so the selection of the teams, you know, something that's unique to take over is, you know, with your 16 and six, 16s and 17s, most of the time the, the rosters are, are just dudes that came up in the system and just continued to progress. You know, you're really only adding two, maybe three kids a year. Can you talk about, you know, what you're looking for in a player um, when, when you guys reach out and like kind of like who – who reaches out to, to the players and kind of what the timeline is like as far as putting the team together for the summer? I mean, well, for me, it, we kind of know it's, it's, it's more of us with our eyes. You know what I mean? Like, we see something, you know what I mean? We're going you know, to run it back to Doug. We're going to run it back to Keith and, and, and you know, kind of just go from there. And then a lot of it in the recruiting process, if we looking for – I mean, they they mainly got us looking for guards. You know what I mean? If we actually in the recruiting process. And then now, if you're talking about somebody need to talk to somebody, they might have Ed talk because Ed been in the program. You know what I mean? So he's been a former player, so he might talk to a kid and just explain to him whatnot. But I think from 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 top, you know, a lot of they, you know, looking for if that player can actually play, can coexist with other good players. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're talking about the way their parents kind of move, you know what I mean? Like it's it's so it's it's not so much the talent, because if we recruiting you, clearly the talent means you can play. You know what I mean? So like I know for for us, we you know we're big on the the other things. You know what I mean? Because again, you talking about we you're you're gonna be a kid that's coming with a core, and that core is not just a core of basketball. That core is a core of a family. Of, of, of understanding and knowing the expectations here, how we play, you know what I mean? So that core, you can't just throw anything in with the core when you're talking about. So it's kind of, you you know, you kind of look for, do them kids have some type of similarities that that core has? You know what I mean? So it can coexist and they can be successful just like the rest of them kids be successful. Talk about the importance of, of you know, glue guys that, you know, may not get a ton of time, but you know, they're great for chemistry and fill their roles. Like some guys that come to mind for me are like Charles Thompson and uh, A.J. Jarvis. You know, talk about the importance of those guys and uh, what they add to the team. I mean, I think 
when you talk, they're very important because you're still talking about all state guys at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like these guys are first team all met, first team all league. You know what I mean? And the toughest coming out of DMV. You know what I mean? And you're talking about these guys that had games where they done made very, very big, 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 big time plays. You know what I mean? I tell a lot of people, Ed know this too, EJ Jarvis was just, he fought a lot of injuries. Like people really don't know how talented that kid really is. It wasn't, it wasn't his game. You know, even with 16, we talking about 16 on the year, EJ might've played half of each summer just because he was hurt. And then when he would play, he'd probably be one of the best players on the, on the court. If I'm in my line, ever. Nah, then, not at all. Then you got to shut him back down. So if, you know, certain kids, man, they go through certain things and it's just, you know what I mean? And then for a kid like Charles, I just think it's important for a kid like him, you're talking about that's a worker. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Gonna come in and work every day. Don't no matter, complain no, about nothing. Don't complain about anything. You know what I mean? Gonna push whoever in front of him. You know what I mean? So when you're talking about them, those guys, selfless guys, they selfless. You know what I mean? They, they know it's, it's bigger than them, but they still gonna do what they do best to the team, which is if they was if it was rebound and defend, that's what Charles gonna rebound and defend. If it's EJ running the lane or hitting his pick and pop, he gonna hit his pick and pop. Like and they was always ready. You know what I mean? They was always ready. And again, that can go back to, you know, when you're talking about recruiting certain kids again. You know what I mean? Like them dudes, them dudes, they they love to take over way and not so much just trying to play or whatever. Like, they they appreciated the way. You know what I mean? They appreciated playing. They appreciated just being a part of something special. Because those – because they're, them two dudes are special in their own way. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But you got you to gotta be around them to know that. You know what I mean? Like, them dudes are special. And they – again, they're first team all guys. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know I mean? These are all league dudes. Charles played the year of his league. EJ go get – if I'm not mistaken, I think he was first team on Matt or second team on Matt. You know what I mean? But they guys had hell of a high school careers, and they division one basketball players. What's the how are roles established on the team? Is that like a meeting before you know once the, the roster is established? Is that uh, kind of before you guys go to a, a tournament? Uh, what's that process like? I mean, yeah. I know I know yeah. on my on on our staff of sixteen and under Doug just. They gave me my my point guards, and that they with me throughout the whole year, and and really like just going back to saying about the bond thing. Throughout that year, we creating that bond, and they start to trust me even more than what they did when they already before we already started that season. I mean, that's that's pretty much where uh, I'm at on the staff so far as you know taking care of the point guard. Um. Mine is pretty much the same thing, and the defense. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm dealing with guards, and I'm and I'm I'm engaged on a lot of the defensive schemes, a lot of the defensive stuff. You know what I mean? So that's 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 pretty much where I'm at with it. And of course, you know, still getting the guys going, and, and you know, what I mean, getting them engaged and all that whatnot. But from a but from a, a role standpoint now, for Samson, I'm, I'm more I deal with the guards. And I mean, now that Brendan and them guys that moved on, you know, my role kind of picked up a little more. You know, what I mean, keep relying on me a little bit more from a from a, a in game, tra- uh, in game 
more so with him. So, you know, and I'm and I'm I'm excited about that. You know, I think that's me being a head coach to help me be able to take that role a little more with him. And and like I said, just, you know, managing the defense, you know. And then like I said, a lot all of us are engaged on timeouts, scout, you know, a lot of us switch if we go different people go scout different games. So it kind of really, you know what I mean, he 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 allow again for you to be engaged a lot. You know what I mean? But it's on it's on at the same time it's on what you want out of it as well too. You know what I mean? Them dudes that really want to be college coaches, then you know, you're gonna have a little more, a little more responsibilities. You know, you're gonna so it's it, it come with it come with, with what you want out of it as well. Yep. Talk about your maybe not your specifically involvement, but you know, take over staff involvement in, you know, picking a high school um and helping with recruiting. I feel like the uh, the public thinks that you know you guys are making decisions, which I don't think is the case. Um, no. I feel like uh, like Doug told me he's like I've never called a college coach to tell them about the player. It's just not you know it's not my role. Uh, can you can you talk about that? I mean, again, we work so like <laughs> so like again you when you it's former players. So we know the process, you know what I mean. So like, if a parent asks us the process, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna tell them because we've been in that process before, you know what I mean. But sitting there talking about you need to go to this school, that school, nah, that's never. Like, again, I think people, again, it's our environment. It's our environment that these kids get adapted to these schools. And then they, you know, they do their job. Like, yo, come play with me. Yo, come here, come. So like, and like I tell people, when we talk about high school, I hear so much, man, everything is PBI, everything is PBI. But I say, bro, if you look at Gonzaga, they four, they starting five was takeover. <laughs> if you go to DeMatha, three of their five is takeover. Start Like, you can't just sit here and say that when the WCAC is basically takeover. Like the whole league. When you talk about the, the top four teams in that league, our kids go to those schools. So it, it kind of like, it, like, like that really bothers me because it, it, it's like, yo, know, them kids get their, them kids and them parents fair share with they, who they, where they want to go. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, we allow all them schools to come in our gym and recruit our kids. You know what I mean? So, but again, you know, you, you, you have to come. You got to take certain stuff with being with in, in the position we, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, kind of leading into that, is. what's the uh, what's the biggest misnomer, like misunderstanding, um, about AAU coaches? Um, I think I would say I guess this whole trying to get something out of it for themselves. You know what I mean? Like whatever they, whatever the law. They do have going on. I think that's, I think that's what they people look at it as, or what the people who say that like, you know, we're just trying to use a kid. You know, what I mean, we're trying to use a kid. And like I tell people, I'm not trying to go nowhere near college unless I'm going to a basketball college basketball game or going to visit the school. I'm not trying to be a college coach. So, you know, like, it, it, it's it's different when you're talking about, you know, again we get caught with the blame because 
it's as a whole, it's not probably at its best as it should be. But that's why we, that's why we had the standards that we had at the end of the day, because people could talk, but so much, but when you go out, we still have to go out and show, you know what I mean? We still have to go out and show the type of organization we are. We still got to go out and show that our kids are worth being recruited. We still have to show these things regardless of what's being said. So now our thing is, well, look, we're going to go about it a certain way. So when you do see our kids, when you do see our organization, it's going to give you a different perspective of AAU basketball. So we're not just doing it for the culture. We're doing this thing for, for everybody, really, to show, like, look, man, this is the way you should move. You know what I mean? This is the way you should go about things. You know what I mean? Be firm. Be upfront. You know what I mean? Be honest. And, and I, think, I think everything else will take care of itself. And that's why our kids are being able to, to be recruited from your highest division one to your NAI at the end of the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you, you as a person and as a family still have to be represented and go somewhere. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, you want to, when these people go to these certain places, you want them to be able to come back. You want them to be able to come back and say, man, you know what? We respect your guys. You know what I mean? We respect they came on campus, no trouble, did four years or whatever it was, and now they now they come back and represent their program again. You know what I mean? So it's 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 again when you if you tap into a more man, I think they can see more of a of a good than the than the bad that they're trying to make the perspective of. Yeah, I think a lot of that too stems from some of the stuff last summer with, you know, I mean, like they were they were trying to take away Peach Jam. You know, they right. were, you know, we 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 barely made it out the summer with that. But talk about some of, you know, your opinion of the uh, high school live event and uh, maybe some of the stuff that you would do, you know, if you were the, if you were the king of basketball for a day. Uh, what, would you, what would you try to change or what would you try to set up to, to help these kids get looks and get, get seen by colleges? I mean, well, the biggest thing I would do, I would just open it up. I mean, you, you, they kind of blocked it for certain public schools. They blocked yeah. it for certain private schools. Like, if we're going to do this thing for high school, do it. You know what I mean? Like, give all these kids that fair opportunity. You know what I mean? And I think it should be, like, in one spot or two spots. You're talking about a demath or and continue to do, like, a, a rock league, high point or whatever, whatever that whatever another league is. Like, just do two. So these schools can really have these schools, just, you know, two local spots to go to. As far, right. as, the, as, far as the high school, as far as the high school line period. You know what I mean? But because I again I don't think everybody's not getting a fair chance. Like last year, like the schools in Virginia couldn't PVI, O'Connor, none of them could play. Roosevelt and like a couple other public schools on this side, they couldn't play. And like you talking about public schools still they still have quality basketball kids. You know what I mean? And the even if even if I just think period schools, period, private school, public school, whatever. It's still quality kids in this area. Cause I tell coaches all the time, one thing I tell coaches all the time that ask me about this area, I say, listen, the kid that's fourth or fifth on these teams in this area, recruit them. Because <laughs> they are one, two, and three in other cities. Yeah. For it's sure. just that it's so, it's so, it's so over like the talent level is so over a lot of people get missed. You know what I mean? So like I that's that's one thing I give coaches, listen, the fourth and fifth options here, 
they're not running the fourth and fifth options. Like, recruit those guys. Right. You know what I mean? But, again, that high school library, and if they allow all these schools to go ahead and do it, now you're talking about – now you're talking about the sixth, fourth, and fifth guy being able to go get a Quinnipiac, being able to go get a Robert Morris. You know what I mean? Being able to have that opportunity to play Division One basketball, and that's what they really want to play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I listened to a podcast that uh, that Keith Stevens actually did with um, Jeff Jeff Goodman last year, and you know, two points that I really like that he made is, you know. He's like, I can't speak for other organizations, but we work with high school coaches. Like, people think that we're all, like, you know, up in arms against each other. He's like, when we're setting up our schedule, you know, I'm calling Steve Turner. I'm calling my yeah. – I'm calling Pat Behan. I'm saying, you know, hey, look, like, what are you doing during this time? Or, like, the coaches will call yeah. him and be like, hey, we're going to leave, you know, our kids alone during this period. Let them do whatever y'all got to do. And then the other one that he was talking about is, like, you know, if, you know, for recruiting purposes – with AAU, if you're trying to take away AAU, it's like, okay, if a college coach is recruiting Hunter Dickinson, you know, if he's seeing him play in AAU, he's seeing him play against other seven footers. Yes. If you're in high yes. school, he might be playing a team that has a six five big. You know, what yeah, type of sure. evaluation can you do if it's if the competition is you know, the, the height, weight, you know, all that stuff is at different levels, it's 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 hard to evaluate. So I got I got one more question and then we're no gonna run, we're gonna run. I was about to speak on that on that last one though, but it's go crazy ahead, go you ahead. say yeah, that yeah. because go ahead. It's crazy you said that because that was the reason Nike did Peace Jam like they did it. They eliminated everybody from coming down. So that what they did was that's why they made it to where you had to qualify. Because what that did was allow the college coaches to kind of gauge, get a better gauge on playing against a Mocan. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to get to play against a Mocan and Musa and Hunter get to go against each other. So, we're before, we're like, when Eben them played, it was still a bunch of teams make it. And, man, you might win your first. Like, we was winning our first few pool play games by 30. Because certain teams were just wasn't that good. You know what I mean? And they shouldn't even have really have been down. You know what I mean? You're talking about teams might be like one in ten. You know what I mean? They they in the pool play game and you you beating them by 30. And it's a hard gauge, like you said, like the coaches said it, like, look, something happened to change because it's a hard evaluation. You know what I mean? Like this kid supposed to be a five star and he's playing against, you know, no harm, but who? You know what I mean? <laughs> that can't I can't gauge him. I can't really say all right, this kid need to be going to Duke or North Carolina, and he's not going against an ACC caliber guy or a guy that's been just as recruited as highly as him. You know what I mean? So, yep. no, nah, I, I definitely – I mean, I'm, I'm, I definitely, I'm definitely with that piece. So, what's a – I mean, let's try to keep this short. So, one team and one sentence about why, you know, the, the team that you like playing against the most in AU. Maybe it's because, you know, some of the coaches, you like their style of play, the matchups are good. What, what, what do you guys like playing against the most? I'm going to go back to when I was playing. I'm going to have to say New Jersey players. Because, okay. I mean, for some reason, we could never, never, ever, ever get them, man. And that was uh, Kyle Anderson and, and Miles Mack. Um, first year, 16 and under, Ray was on the staff. They beat us at the buzzer. Then come back the very next year, 17 and under. They, they beat us by a dub. Yeah, I take it back to when when we was younger, when we was triple threat. We you just could never beat them, man. That was just one of the games. Like 
I know I, I definitely got up for it and it was ready to rock and roll. <laughs> what about you, Ray? As a player or as a coach? Uh, let's go, coach. Uh, as a coach, I will say I probably go St. Louis Eagles. I probably go St. Louis Eagles as a coach. Why is that? I mean, we played them at six teams. Bradley Bill, like St. Louis Eagles was one of them teams that traveled like we traveled. A bunch of fans, mm-hmm. well coached. You know what I mean? You got Ben McLemore, you got you got Bradley Bill. You know what I mean? Like, uh, what's my guy that went to Ro- the Butler Roosevelt? Um, yeah, Roosevelt, Roosevelt Jones. Yeah, like they all them guys, like, and they kind of like it was, it was, it was almost like a Midwest us almost. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like the way they played and the way they defended and was well coached. Got fifty fans with them, and we beat them at sixteen. Right, we beat them at sixteen. That's when they first started, like the whole. And then seventeens, we play them again for the for the championship. Yeah. And this time <laughs> when, and this is the time Bradley Bill now is the sponsor of his team. Mm. So he loses to us again, and he just like even to this day he says he like man. When I got even when I got drafted, I was like man, I'm happy, but these takeover dudes, man, they just <laughs> I can't get away from. Them. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he said to this day when he see us, all love, he like, man, you know, I still hate y'all dudes, man. <laughs> I just can't beat y'all. But, but that, but playing them, but playing them at 16s, coaching against them at 16s and 17s, like I said, it was kind of like, it, it was kind of like watching us. It was kind of like playing against us, you know what I mean? Like, they had good guards, you know, dudes that could shoot. They, you know, they ran good stuff. They defended played together. It, like I said, I, I thought they was the Midwest us at that time. And, and it was just – and they moved the same way. Like, they was deep with people and they was loud. They, they, you know, they had a really good fan base. And, like I said, them two games against them, was, it, 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 was, it was pretty dope. Back to back years. Athletes, for sure. Our right, last question before we hit some, some quick hitters. Uh, Ray, I hear uh, Kiss from a Rose by Seal is your pregame jam to get you hyped. Say it again. Thoughts on that? Kiss from a rose by by Seal is your pregame jam. A source. Let me know. From from who? <laughs> <laughs> Cannot reveal the identity, but that's no, who. no, 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 no. I ain't talking about uh, who who said it, but I'm trying. You said from who music? Seal, Seal. Nah, no, no, no. What is what what is your your pregame hype music? I mean, when I played, when I played, I'm going to take you back. Oh, boy. I used to go off the uh, the Fab Breathe joint, uh, and then I'd go uh, uh, vice versa, um, past Troy. But that joint, <laughs> I realized that joint used to get me too turned. Like, I had to kind of, like, <laughs> I had to kind of, like, I had to just go ahead and go to the Fab after that. <laughs> Just knowing, like, how intense you are now, I'm just trying to picture you as a 16-year-old, how much – Yeah, I could, like – I realized, I'm like, I was yeah, turning the ball over and everything because I'm too turned that ball. Then I said, oh, I got I to gotta change that. But now as a coach, man, I, I'm, I'm going with, you know, whatever I had at the moment. You know what I mean? Definitely if it's something that, you know what I mean, that I, that's catching, I'm, I'm, I'm turned. You know what I mean? So, got you. I, didn't, I mean, right, honestly, right now – I'm little baby, man. We, you know, we we going we going we going all in. We crazy, man. Right <laughs> Where we go? 
All right, so quick hitters, the first set's going to be for coaches on uh, takeover, and the second one's going to be for players. So on the t- on the takeover, either one of you can answer. Uh, takeover coaching staff, who's the funniest coach? On my staff? No, you, all the takeover no. organizations. Oof. I'm going to go with Coach Nunu, man. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Coach Nunu, Stanley Child, Vice <laughs> President, they got to be top, top two and that too. Best, uh, <laughs> best opponent scout. Best opponent scout? Yeah. I got it. It got to be from that 16 on the stage. They do a hell of a job. Uh, I mean, all our guys on our staff do an amazing job. But I know I'm gonna go with Coach Blair. Okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Coach Blair on that one. So uh, best recruiter. In the program, or yeah. just or just in general, or, or who got it right now? In the program, just in general. In the program. I right, gotta go, Jeez. boss man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you gotta go fat man. I, mean, I, I, I was gonna say me. At the end of the day, I brought I mean, the hundred. I brought I mean, the hundred of them all. I brought the money team. <laughs> but nah, nah, fat man. Don't fat man. Nah, definitely fat man. Who's the fat best? Man. Who's the best exes in those guys? Making y'all think. I go dub. I go dub. I go dub. Yeah, dub. I, I was about to say, cause dub. Cause dub is really good. I go dub. I go do okay. it. We need we need some smoke. So most trash musical taste. Huh? The most trash what? Musical taste. Should probably big coach. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big coach ain't nothing. Uh, who's the best dressed on the team? On the team. On the team? At, on, the, on the coaching staff. Young young chick. <laughs> okay, uh, who's Keith designated hold me back guy? New new. Yeah. <laughs> I either say new new or Ray. I say new new Ray. He's probably not I'm, just one person. I'm going nah, new new though, bro. New new been definitely I'm, both of them. I gotta give it new new because he been with him the longest, so he been oh, he been, sure. he been holding sure. him back even when I was playing. So he gotta yeah. go new new. Who's the, who's the uh, TTO hype man? I feel like Lo should get the the honorary mention, even though he's not on staff. <laughs> he, he working his way, but gotta go ahead and go Raheem, man. Raheem, yeah, yeah baby. Rod. Rod Digger. Absolutely. Uh, so, who has the worst fit? Big coach. coach. <laughs> Hands down. Hands down. Who's who's the most attention detail guy on staff? Gotta go, Keith. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, Keith, man. He, <laughs> he, he's overly, he's overly, <laughs> he's overly attention right. to details. God, I'd be like, damn, huh? you all right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Last, last one is the coaching alumni still around. Say it Say again. It again. The, the coaching alumni still around, one of the coaches that's not, no longer uh, working with you guys. So, like, or some alumni. So, you know. Yeah, that's her. 
You said the coach is what? A coach alumni who wish was still around. A coach alumni who I wish was still around? Yeah, like Brendan one of the guys that's working in college now. Uh, ah, you give me that one, though, bro. <laughs> ah, I, mean, I miss B. I miss B and Jamil. I can't even. I miss both of them. Right. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Jamil and Johnson, Kenny Johnson, because I mean both of them coach me as well. There you go. You break it. You come in and out, Eric. Say it again. Who's the best player you've had? Who's the best, the best basketball player I've had? Practice. Break. Practice player. Yes. Oh, best practice player. Yes. Oh man. Um. That, that Curry, just like we didn't coach. Oh no, that's that's tough. I'm gonna. I, I, I'm gonna I think go, we I'm, said his name in the beginning. I'm gonna say Charles. That's a good one. I mean, because he only know one way is, is to go hard. That's also harder than probably any player I've seen that. Yeah, 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 who's, yeah. Who's the uh, highlight pack? <laughs> I mean, the I highlight what? Highlight factor. Highlight factor? Factor. The dude who has the. the Who got the most highlights? Yeah. I mean, you gotta go Ola. <laughs> Ola Depot. <laughs> come come to highlights. He used to average at least three dunks a game. Easy. Crazy. On one on one play. Secondary. Louder. <laughs> you don't uh, Who's the who the last most exciting player I'd have had? Loudest. The loudest. Oh. Eben? Most likely got to sleep on the bus. Say it again. Most likely to sleep on the bus. Sleep on a bus. Player or coach? Player. Sleep on the bus. Dang, who they used to mess with, bro? Mm. Who they used to mess with on that bus, bro? That's a bro. Hmm. Hey, that's tough, huh? Yeah, that's a tough one. We'll move past that. The most cerebral had. Cerebral player. Mm. Some tough ones, man. <laughs> Who you think, Chip?
don't know, man. Um, ooh, that's a that's a that's a that's a. I mean, since since probably since I've been coaching, I'm gonna just probably go ahead with with, with Roach. Got you. And then, uh, scraped the most. Uh, like, did everything he could. You know, really, really worked hard. So that last piece really worked hard in what? The gym. In the gym? Yeah. Who works hard in the gym? I mean, <laughs> I mean you want to go ahead. I, I, I gotta go with Trevor Gills. Gotcha. He he, he yeah, been Trevor working Gilles out. Trevor Gills or Moore. Yeah, but I mean Trevor been with him. He been yeah, with, Trevor he been, been with me since, since he was twelve. He been going like that, doing the same thing I was doing. All right, last question. did the in the water make anything that was really important to you? Did the what? Did the in the water documentary miss anything you guys? In the water miss. I mean, I thought I, I thought it was I just like I told them people, I just I thought I definitely thought it was incomplete. I mean, I I get it, I understood it was something for, you know, the bigger people, but again, I think everybody who we've been trying to touch they would have tapped into it because they've been hearing so much. You know what I mean? So if you just, I think we just went on and really did a whole thing with just providing more how Kevin came. You know what I mean? Providing how the Vicks came. Like, you know what I mean? Just giving more and not, because my thing is, it don't, for them to make it, somebody had to not make it. You follow what I'm saying? Like somebody, like them dudes, somebody had to be the, the trial, you know what I mean? Like most dudes had to be the trial. And then you get the finished product with them dudes. You know what I mean? And it's more so I just think it I just think it was a, I just think it was it was incomplete. You know what I mean? I, I definitely think it was incomplete because you because you do have NBA guys from the county and all that that didn't wasn't mentioned at all. You know what I mean? But that's sure. in these NBA record books, in these college record books, in these high school record books, like the same books that them dudes that that's representing our area today, it's dudes in those same books from the area. You know what I mean? And all them books as history is made. So I just think it was it was it was it was definitely incomplete. You know what I mean? Like I, of course, it was a good thing for the people as a whole to kind of look into our area. But as rich as as rich as it is, and, and it's so much talked about it. We didn't, I don't think we did a good enough job of giving that actual, you know, DNA for real. And I think it's really good to see that history. And that's what stood out to me. Okay. That's all I I really appreciate you guys. All right. All right. Hey, when you when you posting it? Uh, I'm, I'm going to post this. Probably on Monday. Okay. I'll let you know. All right, that's a bad. Appreciate it. Appreciate you.